Hello and welcome to Travel Nursing and Allied Life. This is the podcast that is brought to you by Travelers Conference and I am Laura Latimer. I am the host of the industry trends segment of the podcast and this is where we get to talk all about the future of the industry and where it is headed. This is going to be the wrap up episode and the last one I do before the conference. And then I'll kick off a new series of the industry trends after the conference. And this one is where I get to talk about the biggest takeaways, my biggest predictions, and what I think based on my interviews and my knowledge, what I think is coming in the industry trends. So here are the things I think that you guys should look out for. Number one, we have seen quite the increase of marketplaces. Marketplaces out there is a trend and a technology where lots of different companies post their jobs on one platform. And that way travelers can go to that one platform and browse jobs. This has been increasing over the last few years, but something interesting has started happening. Even staffing agencies are wanting to get in on this trend. Staffing agencies are wanting to have their own marketplaces where multiple other staffing agencies will post jobs to their marketplace. Very interesting. We will see how that turns out. But on the other side of marketplaces comes another concept. And this is a concept of universal credentialing. Credentialing as travelers is one of the biggest pain points. Oh my gosh, you have to keep up with so much paperwork and your immunizations and your resume and your credentials and your licensure and your license, et cetera, et cetera. Where you put it digitally can really make your life so much better when you're going to different companies and different jobs and needing to share these documents or so much worse if you were like me and had those documents in a plastic Tupperware for a while, which I have become digital since those early days of traveling. But we are seeing an increase in some very cool uh, different ways that you can store your credentialing. And it seems like each one of these marketplaces has their own little way of wanting you to store credentials. So when you apply for a job, a lot of your credentials are already stored. One tip, is that if anyone says that they have the universal um, profile that you can do and send it to any agency and those agencies will take it, it's not quite true. They might be saying the agencies on this marketplace have all agreed to take it. And so you might have less different platforms that you have to sign up for, but so far we have not had a credentialing system that is truly universal that you can just do and send to anyone. But It doesn't mean it's not way better than it was. And even having one of these to store all of your documents in, and some of them even tell you when your documents are going to expire is a huge improvement for us as travelers and for agencies to have organization in this paperwork that we need for every single job. The next thing we're seeing is more apps. It seems like a lot of different agencies and companies have their eyes on how can we make it easier for travelers to browse jobs themselves. Some of them are making apps so you can browse the jobs on their app and you might even be able to credential and upload your document and your timesheets inside of their app. And uh, the main goal there is just to make life easier because 
more and more of us are just becoming phone users, even sometimes up to 80% just use their phones. And so companies are starting to notice and realize they need to make things for phones and not just for computers. The next big trend is pay, transparent pay. Once upon a time, we did not see the pay before we physically talked to a recruiter. And even once upon a time, you didn't hear about pay until after you submitted an interview and started talking about pay. And more and more in the industry, travelers want to see pay up front before they have to talk to a human. Going back to kind of that Zillow feeling of where you're browsing for houses and you want to see what the house costs and you want to see the information about the house. It's just fun to browse for things and see all the data. Travelers want the same thing for jobs. They want to browse open jobs, see what the pay is, see what they're worth in different places. Maybe dream about states that they never thought about because now they can see them and see where they're needed and wanted. So transparent pay is on the rise where once it was a little bit taboo to have your pay posted. More and more agencies are getting on board with this trend. Some are still hanging on to having that pay range. And sometimes you'll look on and see a huge pay range and you'll be like, wow, there's like a $500 pay range per week on this job. That means the data they're getting is probably just averages. And they say in this area for the specialty, this is usually the range we see. It's not a real pay package. Other companies are making very robust calculators in the back end, and so they're actually able to pull in data from GSA. What can they give us tax-free? All kinds of different buckets so we can say real, true pay packages, and that's a lot more close to what they can really pay, for, pay us when we get on the phone. Still, it's really hard to be completely accurate for many, many reasons we will not get into right now, and so I don't think there's very many people who have completely nailed the transparent pay um, marketplaces, but individual companies' job boards might be getting closer and closer. And then with that, let's talk about that real-time job board. So all of these job boards coming up, one of the things with job boards that we browse is jobs open and close so quickly in this industry. So as travelers, we want the jobs to be as close to real time when they open and close as possible. And this is getting closer and closer and closer. Has anyone completely nailed the real time job board yet? Maybe not yet, but some are getting very close and some are not getting very close and they're still days behind or even a week behind. So proceed with caution when you're looking at job boards. Some of them are not as good as others and being real time, but this is something we're seeing improving. And in the future, we probably will get really, really close to real time of jobs opening and closing, something to look forward to. Another thing we're seeing that goes with the same theme is the increase in set pay packages, which means no negotiating, which goes against a lot of the traditional way staffing agencies are set up. Traditional staffing agencies are set up a little bit like um, sales. And unfortunately, sometimes it feels like used car sales where you go in, you don't know exactly the most you could make. You might have to do some negotiating games Depending on the recruiter you have, you might get paid more money or less money up front. It's a little bit of a game, but we are seeing an increase in companies who are saying no more of that. We are not used car sales. We are now setting the price. We're setting the rate that we are willing to pay as an agency, and that is the rate, and the recruiters can no longer negotiate it. 
Now, some companies don't want to do that because they're afraid they'll lose travelers. What if they set the rate too high, too low? And so they like having that back and forth wiggle room negotiation. But we are seeing an increase in companies do this. And sometimes the pro of that is good. The pro is it might be more fair. You know, all of the travelers will make the same amount of money. The company is setting what their profit margin is. That's based on what they need to run their company, make some profits. It's not based on a negotiation game between a recruiter and a traveler. And so it might be a little bit more fair. It helps us as travelers. So it's not dependent on which recruiter we have inside of a company. That is not going to be what indicates what we get paid. And it helps us see real pay packages up front and not just estimates that we then have to go play these games with. But then on the maybe not so good side is they might be less customizable if they're set up front. And some travelers I know love negotiating just like recruiters and they want to go in and they don't feel like they really got a good deal unless they were able to negotiate and get more money. But it is a trend we see coming. And so we'll see how much that continues along or if we'll stay in the sales um, arena as an industry. But then you might get to thinking, wait a second, if this industry is moving towards where we can open up our phone, we can browse the jobs in real time and see what's really open. We can see the pay packages. We can put all of our paperwork into a dashboard and essentially click a button to indicate that we want to submit to that job because we already had enough data to know we want to submit to that job. Are we becoming the recruiter? And then it goes to question, well, what is the recruiter's role gonna be if all of this technology really does come out? And so there might be a world in the future where the recruiter's role changes, especially if we take the sales out of the industry and it doesn't become a sales role anymore. And we are just looking at set pay packages and jobs around the country and picking the ones we want now all of a sudden the recruiter's role would become more of a customer service role, which recruiters might not love that because the difference between a sales role and a customer service role is hugely different. And one of the big differences could be pay. And so the recruiters could no longer have um, the ability to make over $100,000 or $200,000 if they have very big desks. And I say that on purpose. Most recruiters don't make that much. And most recruiters start at a very low amount and then over time grow a big desk. But the upside could be really big for them. Customer service is usually a set salary or a set hourly rate. And so it's going to be a whole different job if it kind of changes over to customer service. So we'll see if it goes that direction. There are already a few companies out there today that do not pay commissions, that have set pay packages, and their recruiters are customer service roles that make a set amount, period, no commissions. We will see if that continues. Um, one thing I will say is with that, you're able to work with more teams. And sometimes people don't like teams. They're like, I want one recruiter that is just for me. But teams could be really good if the company has set standards. Because the reason sometimes the one-on-one -on -one recruiter is good is because that recruiter is the one that's promising you things and the one that's getting you the good pay packages and having your back. But if a company is always giving the same pay, they have the same set overtime, and you don't have to negotiate all of these different things, everyone on the team is on the same page. So there's less of this communication that goes back and forth of what we promise different travelers. So if you have a team, though, it could be good 
because then when a recruiter goes on vacation, you already know the other person. If you can't get a hold of someone, you already know someone else. If a recruiter gets a promotion, leaves the company, you already have a few people in your corner. So teams are a small trend. I only know of a few companies that are trying to do teams. So it's something to watch, something to think about. Would you want a team working for you or do you like that one-on-one -on -one recruiter? And um, the last thing that I am predicting that might be a little bit further out in the future that I'm hoping for is the VMSs and the MSPs. This is a tech component of our industry um, that, and that is the way that agencies submit travelers to get us in front of hiring managers. Right now, that technology is manual mostly. And so if we have all of our data and profiles and credentials and everything sitting inside of the company's computer system, what they use, they have to manually download it, re-upload it, manually retype it. There's no way for the two technologies to talk to each other. But here we are in 2021, there are lots of technologies out there that already exist where that should be possible. That should be a thing that can happen. So I'm hoping in the future that VMSs and the MSPs really work on investing and growing the technology that they have so they are able to talk to the company's ATS systems and so that submittal process can have less errors, be faster, be easier and less painful. So these are some of my thoughts on the predictions of the future of technology. And I hope you guys will all come to the Travelers Conference in September. We are selling those tickets like crazy. It's going to be a big, huge year. I can't wait to see you guys there. And then on the other side of that conference, I'll see you back on this podcast and YouTube channel for more of the show, Travel Nursing and Allied Life. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Travel Nursing and Allied Life. You can find the full show notes below or at travcon.org. Please help us out by rating our podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a comment below or email us at podcast at travcon.org.